Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Sarah from Fantagram, and you're listening to Zero Dark Nerdy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast. The filthiest of the filthy! This is your boy Brian, a.k.a. El Nino, and today I am joined with... Ryan Saber, Captain Cleveland Browns, Cavs, Cleveland baseball team, CLE till I die. And making a special guest appearance here in the studio with us, we have none other than... Jordan, <laughs> the woman of many words. My daughter, Jordan, is here joining us before we get into uh, the you, black you say enough for both of you <laughs> before we get into the Black Widow uh, recap. Our boy Ryan is going to uh, just fucking do it <laughs> before we get into the show. A word from our sponsor. July is here with tons of exciting sports action and bet online is where you can find it. From the NBA and Stanley Cup Finals to baseball's marquee matchups, there's plenty of lines, prop bets, and futures to love. BetOnline is all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head to BetOnline and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. One take save strikes again. So Saba, since you uh you know kicked us off there with a nice little sponsor plug to betonline.ag, courtesy of the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. What is the topic of choice for today's episode? We're talking Black Widow. Uh I guess I'll start. That's what you said, right? Yeah, so do it. give a little background for the folks. Uh, it's set between the events of Captain America, Civil War, and Avengers Infinity War. So it takes us back in time to, I don't know, I guess when you think about when the movies were released, like 2016, 2017, 2018-ish timeline, lots of references to the heroes we know and love throughout this movie. Sort of an homage, if you will. It's a fast-paced buddy cop flick. I mean, that's really what it is. It's it's a female version of a buddy cop flick with Natasha Romanoff, played by Scarlett Johansson, and her sister, Yelena Belova, played by Florence Pugh. Uh, I thought the cast and the story in this movie were outstanding. Comedy relief from David Harbour and, and Florence Pugh, which was pleasantly unexpected. It's really a nice contrast to the often cold and robotic nature and demeanor of... Scarlett Johansson and the way that she sort of depicts the Natasha Romanoff character. So I thought that was really good. Ray Winstone, he plays Drakov, the main antagonist and creator of The Red Room, which is where, you know, Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff has referenced The Red Room throughout the Infinity Saga. So we finally found that, find out who's sort of behind The Red Room itself. Ray Winstone he was very, for the fans who have seen the movie The Departed, if you haven't seen The Departed, I don't know what the fuck you've been doing with your life. One of the greatest movies. Ray Winstone was very Frenchy-esque in this movie, right? Sort of easygoing and borderline comedic, yet he's a fucking sick, deranged monster. Mm. But he's almost likable, 
right? I really like Ray Winstone. I like the way that they depicted him in this movie and in the way they sort of used that character. One thing that can't go understated, you know, I was happy to finally get some background on Budapest, right? It's the situation that's often referenced by Hawkeye and Black Widow. This ain't Budapest. You know, you remember Budapest way different than I do. We finally learn what Budapest was, the situation that Budapest was. Hawkeye and Natasha Romanov, basically, spoiler alert, attempted to kill Drakov and, and were had to go through a whole army of people in Budapest and had to hide in the subway for eight days or whatever. So you finally figure out and find out what that Budapest situation was. I love the movie. Okay. But there are some negatives. The taskmaster character I thought was a little bit underdeveloped. I thought it was a little bit underwhelming. I think Marvel had an opportunity here to develop another crossbones type character, uh, the Frank Grillo character from the Captain America movies. And I just, I think they missed because I, I thought that Taskmaster was underutilized. Really three main scenes with the Taskmaster character at the beginning when, when I'm not going to give away too much, when Taskmaster, I, I won't use any pronouns, when Taskmaster finds Natasha mm -hmm. and then there's a fight scene with the red guardian. And then there's a, a final fight scene between uh, Natasha and the taskmaster. I just thought it was a little underwhelming there. So hopefully we get more with taskmaster because these, this idea that this villain can sort of study the fighting style of each character and, and mimic it, I think is it's awesome. Like it's really awesome. They had a really good opportunity and I think they missed and, and I think last but not least here, my, my second main negative, this movie should have come out four or five years ago. There was no reason for this movie to come out now. Uh, all the phase four content that we've had so far is, is post Endgame, And there, there, there really wasn't anything revealed in this movie that couldn't have happened four years ago. They could have done the exact same movie they could have done the exact same end credit scene four years ago. I, I, I just don't think, well, actually they, they probably could have, right. And it, it would have added a little bit more mystery of end credit. We end credit scene wise, a little more mystery to what was going to happen in the events of infinity war and Endgame, Right. Because I don't think her showing a picture of Hawkeye uh, spoiler alert again, Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. I don't think her showing a picture of Hawkeye. Well, the end credit scene, they were at they were at her her gravestone. So I guess that would have possibly added some 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 spoilers or whatever. But outside of that, the main movie itself, I don't think that I don't think they should have waited. Um, they should this movie should have come out four or five years ago. And I, I'm just a little disappointed. I thought it was a nice disappointed is the wrong word. I'm disappointed because this is sort of the first movie in phase four. I don't think any of us are sitting here today after watching Black Widow going, ooh, interesting. Mm -hmm. um, th they didn't really tie anything in this movie other than a bigger role for Florence Pugh down the road, potentially an appearance in Hawkeye, mm -hmm. potentially her own Disney Plus show, which I, I hope they fucking do. But yeah, I don't I, I just I don't think it 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 really there was no clues to what we're gonna have 
down the road. So I was a little bit disappointed in that. I'll save my my grade and my final synopsis for when we get to that point. Gotcha. Gotcha. Excellent. Um, I I do agree with, with a lot of what Saba just says. I do think it's a good movie. I don't think it's a great film. Just like Saba said, I, I'm not sitting here today like blown away. Uh, you know, and of course, I'm not trying to compare this to like Endgame or Infinity War. This is the second movie after Endgame. The first one was uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. So this was slated to come out last year. Obviously, because of the pandemic, it got pushed along with everything else. So it, it, it was a good film. Yeah, I agree 100%. This should have came out three or four years earlier. Granted, the end credit scene, I don't think would have been there. Um, that was a, you know, a nice touch. I was surprised that we didn't get a mid credit scene like we normally do. So for those of you that have listened and enjoy spoilers before you go see the movie, there is no mid credit scene. Like most MCU movies have this one just has the end credit scene with uh, Florence Pugh's character, Julia Dreyfus. What's What's her name again? You do so well at saying it. Contessa Valentina. De Allegra de Fontaine. There it is. Which, if, if you've been watching and listening to the podcast, but watching, of course, the Disney Plus shows, she made an appearance on The Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, um, to me, again, I do think this this film was pretty good. The uh, director, Kate Shortland, MCU has this really good formula of bringing in lesser known directors to do their films. I think Kevin Feige brings in people that are incredibly passionate about the work and not having to bring in a Spielberg or something like that for the MCU movies, which a, they kind of get to save a little bit of money on that aspect of it. Give it to the actors that, you know, especially ScarJo been doing this since Iron Man two, where it belongs and, and bringing in the passion and giving directors like you know, um, the uh, Russo brothers, which were really just kind of tied to television beforehand. And same thing with, with Kate, she only has three movies to her name, which is lore that came out in 2012, a movie called Somersault in 2004, and then Berlin Syndrome in 2017. One correction. That's mm-hmm. Cleveland's own Joe and Anthony Russo. <laughs> Cleveland's own. That's right, Joe and Anthony Russo, which now, you know, they're, they're household names. So they are really great at, at bringing in people that are passionate about the content. And a lot of people do contribute to Russo Brothers to community. I just want to get off topic here for a little bit. Definitely check out Happy Endings. It is now on Netflix. That was one of the shows that they were executive producers on. And you could see the nostalgia on every show, flashbacks to 80s and 90s movies and and songs and all kinds of stuff. So big shout out to the Russo brothers. But getting back to the movie, great performances, again, by the cast, like Saba says, Florence Pugh, outstanding to me. Honestly, I, I think she made the film. Uh, nothing against ScarJo. You know, you you have been an incredible Black Widow, and you are going to be missed. But I do think without Florence Pugh, uh, her character, I do think this movie falls significantly. I, I, I think David Harbour was great as the Red Guardian. Raquel Weiss was fantastic as the mom. You know, it starts off in the beginning. Obviously, spoilers ahead. They're Russians here in America that are, you know, spies. Russian spies, pretty much. And then their their cover's blown and goes back. But I do think Florence Pugh as the the comedian buddy cop, I guess you could say, to the serious cop that ScarJo normally is, was was great. And and it was unexpected comic relief. I didn't expect her character to be that funny. I you know, we kind of had an idea that Red Guardian was going to be funny just from the previews. But Florence Pugh, especially when she's making fun of the world famous uh, Black Widow stance, the hair flip. <laughs> the, the hair flip and all that. I, I, you know, I, I, I died laughing to that. So big ups to Florence Pugh. Uh, another one that I think this is definitely going to launch her. I mean, she's been 
on, she's been a shooting star for a while now. I mean, between Midsommar, Lady Macbeth, Little Women, and Fighting with the Family, I think that was the first movie I saw her in, along with my daughter in the theaters, where she played Paige from WWE. Her, her star, her stock, everything is definitely on the rise. And I think after this, it's just going to do wonders for her career. And I will definitely agree with the fact that I do believe Taskmaster was incredibly, incredibly underutilized. Such a great character from the comics. Uh, we didn't, I would have liked to have seen, I hate, I don't want to sound cliche. I don't want to say more action, but honestly, I did want to see more Taskmaster and just more of his abilities and the mimicking of other people's moves. Their, a little bit. their abilities. There. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, you know, the backstory to it, obviously. I, hold on. Lot. I will say, though, Brian, yeah. that fucking fight scene at the end when they're like floating through the air and yeah. like, you know, on like the the pieces of that fortress that are falling off. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of that was it was awesome. pretty, pretty fucking awesome. It was awesome. I just again, I wanted to see more of it. Uh, the the storyline is completely different as far as Taskmaster goes from the comic books, and I'll just I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to ruin who Taskmaster is in in this podcast, especially for those that haven't seen it. Again, you know we're gonna drop those spoilers out there, but I'm I'm gonna leave that I'm gonna leave that, I'm gonna let that be. With that being said, with the final credit scene, I do believe her character Yelena Yelena Belova Yelena Belova. I do believe that ever since WandaVision, where they brought in Photon, uh, you know, Monica Rambeau, and then with Falcon, with Joaquin Torres, who is going to be the new Falcon now that the original Falcon is Captain America, I do believe that they are leading their way into a young Avengers, whether a West Coast Avengers, young Avengers, whatever it may be. And I do believe Florence Pugh's character will also be a part of this. So, And then Haley, Haley Steinfeld? Steinfeld? Yes, is that what, in Hawkeye. She's going to be, what, Kate Bishop? Kate Bishop. Young Hawkeye? Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely think this a lot of this. Then it's going to be young Avengers or West Coast Avengers. Yeah. And they... Should bring in America shop. I feel like yeah. she's she's coming in some way. Oh, wait, who? That's who? my favorite comic hero, America who? Chavez. Okay. She's America. Okay. She's like a Latino. She comes from like almost like how Wonder Woman comes from uh not a universe. Amazonian. Yeah, yeah, from a place of women. She comes from like a universe of women. And she's part of the Ultimates and the Young Avengers and West Coast Avengers. And she's also Puerto Rican. And she's just kind of <laughs> out there. Yeah. Out a little biased, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Of she's course. not Puerto Rican explicitly. She's just no, Hispanic. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, she's Puerto like Rican in Brian's mind. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. Yeah, and, and I do think, obviously, for, you know, not just the next generation, but our generation, too, it is going to lead to a Young Avengers, and that's what I think the Marvel series, for the exception of Loki, unless we do have one episode left, I don't think there's going to be any tie-ins to Young Avengers and Loki, but there has been in WandaVision, as well as Ca- uh, Captain America, or Falcon and Winter Soldier. And, uh, you know, there's going to be an iron, they're going to do Ironheart too, eventually too, yeah, right? You know, Ironheart. There's still a lot more to come. And it has yeah. been confirmed on IMDb that Florence Pugh's character is definitely going to be in Hawkeye, not just uh, here and there. It looks like she's in multiple episodes for Hawkeye. So I do believe we're going to see a lot more of her coming up, which now gets me a little bit more excited for the Hawkeye series. Cause that was one of the ones that I was kind of like, eh, 
we'll see what happens. So <laughs> let's get to Jordan, which uh, for those of you that may not know out there, as much as Saba and I and the rest of the podcast, we love our Marvel, DC, all that stuff. My daughter is not a huge, huge MCU fan, so it's going to be interesting to get her take on the movie and, and everything else. So I'm very interested. I'm sure the audience is too. On, and this is for our, all our fans out there too that may not be huge Marvel fans. You know, it's not just all of us fanboying. We also like to bring in people that may not be the biggest fans and also get their opinion on, on the movies and, and information. So hated it. <laughs> yeah. No, I did not hate it. I was just saying, yeah, I did. I don't, I do love Marvel. I love like the hero movies and stuff. I always tell my dad, like, I really like the movies like this where it focuses on one thing and not like, I'm not a big fan of the Avengers movies. Cause I just get bored like with everything happening. <laughs> So I like when they focus in on something um, a lot more because it's more of like a narrative story mm. that I can follow. But yeah, I really liked it. Um, I thought it was really funny, which I was very happy because most of my favorite like Marvel movies like are like Guardians and um, Thor Ragnarok is probably like probably my favorite Marvel movie. Mm. And I like a lot because of the like comedic value of it. So I thought, yeah, like... I think that's the one that really kind of turned you into a Marvel fan. Oh, yeah. I love Thor Ragnarok. Um, but, yeah, I thought Florence Pugh, David Harbour, really funny. I thought all the characters had their funny moments. Um, the action was also really good because a lot of the reasons I'm not super into the Avengers is because I kind of too much action or, like, I just kind of get bored if it's the same thing happening over and over again. But I thought that... It was really cool just because like the whole spy aspect in the beginning, yep. it was more of a like ground combat kind of thing. It turning into more of like a quote unquote, like Marvel hero action at the end. I think they, they gave it like a little bit of everything and I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Florence Pugh is one of my favorite actresses. So I'm so glad that she pulled through for this role. She's so like versatile. Like it really shows she can just, she can, she has the potential to play like any kind of role. Incredible talent. Um, so I was so happy with her character. I thought she was really funny and just as deep as Natasha. Like her story, her her feelings about having had a fake family and all mm -hmm. that. Um, yeah, she's definitely my favorite. And I thought that they did a really good job casting the kids. I think they resembled the actresses well and mm -hmm. like who they are, especially Florence Pugh's character. Cause you can see like, she's the younger sister and she's like, a, I don't know if immature is the right word, but like, she's a little, she's yeah, just, she's not yeah, as she's serious. Yeah. She's, I think she's what they say that she's six years old in, uh, yeah. in the beginning. More, more easy going. And, but you have to remember, she didn't know what was going, yeah. what was right. going on. She hadn't experienced Natasha the revenue. Natasha knew. knew. Yeah. Yeah. Natasha knew what was going on. I thought that was really interesting um, for Florence's character. But, was there anything um, you didn't like? At for, uh, for a while, David Harbour's character, I was underwhelmed in the beginning because I was like, I just really <laughs> don't like him. Like, he's a prick. Like, uh, but he like, he grows, he grows on you towards mm -hmm. the end. And mm -hmm. I think they actually did a good job. By the end of the movie, when I thought about it, I was like, they did a good job with him because they redeemed him, but not a lot, not like a lot at all for being like such an ass and whatever. But yeah. I think cause they're going to, they're probably going to make like a red guardian. They're going to do something with him. I assume we'll like, see. A, a, we'll see to see more of his story is what I'm hoping. Right. Cause we don't know like 
I don't really know anything about him besides. I, I did like with the <laughs> yeah. whole, he's, he's so comparing himself to Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah. You know, he's the, like, the he's like, hold on, let me, I need to go talk to <laughs> Natasha. And he's like, Hey, does he talk about me? <laughs> right. Yeah. And so I'm hoping that we see more of that. So yeah, by the end of the movie, I didn't mind. I didn't mind like what they did with his character. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right before they go to the red room, there's like a, they had me thinking that a certain character right. was dad. Right. Like I was like, right. oh, she's just, yeah. Yeah. She's like, she, yeah. she's heartless. Yeah. But. I mean, to me, it was, it was a solid <laughs> story about a, you know, for lack of a better term, a fake family, a fake, fake family that was planted in the U.S. that spent three years in the U.S. and obviously got close. And really that's, they're the only family that they've had for each other. Um, so that to me was, was, a you know, kind of great and heartwarming aspect of it. But yeah, I agree with you on that point. For, yeah. They for David had Harbor. me sold for a second. I was like, Oh, right. Well, that character is no good. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think, yeah, I really enjoyed it. The end credits, because like I said, I'm a massive Florence Pugh fan. I want to see like whatever she's going to be in for Marvel, mm -hmm. but I like <laughs> dad and my aunt got mad at me or like got, we're like, what for this? But I was like, I just don't care about Hawkeye like at all. <laughs> like not even what? a little bit. I don't care. Yeah. I was I fucking love I don't Jeremy Renner. I, don't I love it. Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner. Like, oh. <laughs> I think he's a solid actor. You just, do you I think he's like great. him as an actor or as a, as a I just Hawkeye? don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> he's a pretty good singer too. Check that yeah. out. But yeah. if Florence Pugh is in this new Hawkeye, I, I literally, I have to watch it. You have it to watch it Because she's in it. There you go. And yeah, like I said, it, maybe it'll make me care. Yeah. And, it, lo and it looks like it is multiple episodes. And again, I do think it's going to be probably the biggest lead up to a young Avengers that we've seen. I mean, right now, what we've seen has been very minimal. They've done a good job yeah. of really just giving us some Easter eggs and keeping it under wraps. But I do believe that it's going to really, really kind of push forward. Okay. You know, now we got Kate Bishop, uh, Yelena Belova. I think I said that right this time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, of course, as I mentioned, Photon and then uh, the new Falcon. So it'd be interesting to see what happens uh, there. And then yeah. regards to just phase four, everything moving forward. So we'll start with Jordan. What's your, we do have a new grading no. system now, Zero Dark Nerdy. We're going to be doing some coins. So, uh, you know, no more two thumbs up or grades. I know we used to do that. So now we're going to do a coin system, one through five, one being the lowest, five being the best. What is your, your grade? And you can do like point two if you want to do a half. Okay. Cause I, uh, <laughs> I have 3.9. <laughs> 3.9. Wow. Okay. So almost four there. That's four. Yeah. So yeah, it might as well be four. Um, I'm going to go with a, just a solid three. So, you know, three coins for me. Jesus. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not a four. You know what I mean? It's definitely not a five. Uh, you know, did like, you even like, fucking enjoy yourself? Yeah, three coins is still pretty good. I mean, is this in my top five Marvel movies? No, it's not. I mean, were there great performances? Yeah. You know, again, I do think without Florence Pugh, this this movie falls apart. To be quite honest with you, I mean, there was times where I was watching the movie and I thought it was her movie and not Black Widow. Yeah, but I didn't mind that. Yeah, I, like <laughs> I, I didn't mind that either, but. You That's know. by design. Yeah, and I get it. You know, totally get it. I mean, there's nothing to really build us up and look forward to. We all know what happened in Endgame, you know, and unless something drastically happens with Loki or there's some timeline magic, uh, we're not going to see Black Widow again, you know, unless it's just going to be flashback scenes or something like that. So I get it. 
I do get that aspect of it. Like I said, I thought it was a good movie as a great no, but again, it's not something to where I'm like waking up the next day, like, oh my gosh, my mind's blown, like we have with a Ragnarok or or other films. So yeah, three three coins for me. Saber, what do you got? I give it four coins. I really liked it. I, I put it somewhere nine to twelve. I, I was going back through my list. Mm-hmm. That would put it in the range for me. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking at me, okay? Miss me with. Oh, any criticism, all of you out there with my my personal list, but nine to twelve puts it in the same vicinity as the first the vicinity as the first Ant Man, Captain Marvel, and Thor Ragnarok. It's somewhere in those. Uh, look, there's personality, there's depth to the characters. I, I need to watch it again. I, I think once I see it again, I'll have a better sense yeah. of sort of where I, I feel like it resides in my ranking but like i said personality and depth of the characters i thought there was great action it was fast paced mm. i thought there was good comedic components look it was a smart sexy fun movie uh, i thought it was a good rap to natasha's story but i also felt like it was a great way to propel florence Pugh's character into the forefront as black widow it left us wanting more from the yelena belova character which i think is very very important in my opinion if there was one goal from Marvel, Kevin Feige, and the director of this movie was to say, okay, if we do anything, it has to be to want the fans wanting more from Yelena Belova. That's the one thing we have to do with this because that sets the stage into the future. And the other thing is you don't want people sitting there going, I don't want this new Black Widow. I want the old Black Widow. You know what I mean? Like, And I think they did a really, really good job of that. Too little, too late. You know, I like I said, it's a little bit too little, too late. I think they could have done this earlier. The Taskmaster character was a little bit underwhelming. And I think what's most important, we talked about this. This is the first time, and I talked about this with Courtney in the car when we were leaving. Mm-hmm. They've tied the Disney Plus shows to the movies Yeah, with Julia Louis-Dreyfus's character. Now we have that official tie from... Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I think it's really important. And obviously on the heels of, I guess, last week or two weeks ago, they redid the post-credit scene for WandaVision to make it look like Doctor Strange is coming down, like his aura is coming down the the, the mountain, look it up. So that's a tie from the movies to the Marvel, uh, to the Disney Plus shows. So I think that was the last sort of thing they needed to do. And obviously this is the first movie that we've gotten since COVID. So we'll see what happens next movie that comes out. Shang-Chi very excited about that. Obviously we'll see what they do. Probably more ties there. And then Eternals in Spider-Man at the end of the year. So very excited for Hawkeye. Very excited. You know, if you haven't seen the, um, the trailer for the what if, animated series go out watch that very excited for that so look marvel disney they they keep pumping out hits i guarantee you black widow's gonna do big at the box office i encourage everybody to go see the movies it it is a worthy it's worthy of you spending the money to go sit in the theater to see it and uh i'm excited for more man there you go four coins from captain cleveland himself 
So, yeah, that's the overall take on Black Widow. We'd love to hear your feedback on it. Be sure to hit us up on our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. Zero Dark Nerdy is where you can find us. Of course, our website, popculturepodcast.com. Be sure to check us out for all the your latest entertainment news, notes, podcasts, trailers, reviews, all that action going on. And, of course, big thank you to our friends over at Zibster. That is Z-I-B-S-T-E-R for our phenomenal website and SEO services. Be sure to check them out for any of your website and SEO needs. Uh, as always, Andrew Newman, attorney at law for keeping us out of jail. You can find him if you are here in North Carolina and need his services for any of your criminal, civil, or traffic court needs. His website is attorneynewman.com. On behalf of everybody at Zero Dark Nerdy, we definitely appreciate you listening out there to our fans here in the States as well as our fans overseas, and we will catch you next time. Peace. Yeah. Victory! And anger management? Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.